do you even spar at your gym, bro? I mean, come on. Never work in a real fight. Karate is so last century. Have you heard of Conor McGregor? MMA is so much better. Do the crane, Johnny. Who taught you karate? Your grandma. My sensei could beat your sensei in kumike. The original no-touch master, MC Hammer. You can't touch this. That shit wouldn't work in the streets. That would never work on me. Muay Thai would beat this in a minute. Karate without belts? How the damn hell are you supposed to hold your pants up? We would totally own your punk ass at our gym. Get him a buddy bag. Eh, useless in the cage. Bushido? More like bullshido. Quit karate, join the army. It's just karate. I don't know what I just watched. I don't even know how to say it, dude. You suck at life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. Welcome to Karate Without Belts. I'm John. I'm Jeremy. Jeremy's gonna gonna open this episode with a can of whoop ass. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's when when I was talking to John earlier. There's there's something this week that kind of came up, and it's kind of coinciding into the um, topic we're going to get into tonight. But it really really ticked me off and what i really want to do is call out all these little pansies that are behind the keyboard and they don't do squat and pansies. that's what we're going with i want to go well i'd like to go with something <laughs> but this is how we just decide on topics where uh, where i'll like think of something for a week and then jeremy will be pound his fist and be like this thing happened i'm like all right we're going there and I'll, I'll tell you this circumstance. And what it was is um, a, a guy that I taught uh, Monty Saitu a while back put a video up of him doing a demo of Monty Saitu. And, and it, overall, I mean, it was pretty good. I haven't talked to him in years. But, I mean, if he called me and asked me, hey, what did you think of it? Would you critique it? Things like that. You know, yeah, sure. I would say, hey, look, I thought it looked pretty good. You might want to think about this, this, or this. You know, but that's up to you how you want to do it. But there was a little troll that left a comment on there stating something that, one, he was had no knowledge of what he was talking about. Two, he was an idiot. And number three, it, it was it was just a really crappy comment and left nothing to build off of. That's kind of what I'm irritated about is when people basically just vomit on somebody else and not leave anything else for somebody else to pick up and actually move a conversation. Look, I'm all for debate. That's cool. I mean... Doesn't matter what it is. You want to talk about something? Let's debate something. We're red-blooded you know, Americans. It, it, we believe yeah. in debate. Well, Might not go anywhere, but we believe in it. Hey, we believe in it. I mean, but 
it, it was just, bleh, this is what it is. And it was like, you know what? Number one, your comment was so ignorant. You showed how, how the lack of training and how totally stupid you are. And I hope you're listening because you can get a hold of me. That's fine. I'll have a discussion with you. It doesn't bother me. Get him on Twitter. He's on TikTok now. Jeremy, we've gotten him in this TikTok account. Um, He's good friends with a lot of the TikTokers on there. He's run up a lot of interesting videos. You should check him out. (laughs) It could have completely been changed if the person was like, look, I've been taught this way. You're doing this. I don't understand what what's the rationale behind it. If he would have just stated that, it's like you could have moved a discussion and and both of you could have learned off of each other. The person that I taught, they could enhance what they've actually been taught, and this person could actually be educated and be instead of being stupid. Okay, so and instead of just hiding behind a keyboard and just being a moron. It's it's one of those things that I I've been pretty irritated about, and I think I think it gets into our topic. You know, whenever you're commenting on the internet, I mean, we're we're going to get into a whole bunch of this stuff, but right. But when you're commenting on the internet, don't just you know you just suck or this that or the other thing. It's like no, why why does this person suck? I mean get into it a little bit hey i mean i i even reached out to one person years ago and i i didn't do that but i said look i i see you got an interest in this weapon you don't look like you're real fluid with it would you like somebody to teach you how to be fluid with it and actually work with the weapon um obviously i didn't hear back from that person but it it was something enough to open up a dialogue. Right. Whether or not that's responded to. And I think also in 2020, it's just not possible to have the same kind of anonymity, 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 whichever way that word is pronounced, that we once did. And I think we can kind of backtrack this to a little, a little bit. So this is a very much of an internet thing, right? Something that is almost... That is only, what, 20, 30 years into our species history. If that. Um, yeah, if that. And, like, even in, like, what was once considered something only, like, people, like, who are living in their mother's basements do is now essentially the norm and, and has a, become a endemic part of our society. And I, I want to tag on to that a little bit in which sure. I, I think it's because people can hide behind their keyboards or whatever else that they think that they can communicate and and they really can't. And I think I'm not just completely picking on these people, but I'm picking on our society as a whole. I think now that we do have this access to easy communication, we really don't communicate very well a lot of times. Let's take a step back for a minute because I think that that's, that's been a, that's what's needed to kind of contextualize this. Yeah. There's a word for this in Japanese that we all kind of, at least slightly know, is, is kuchibuchi, where it literally just means mouth warrior. Um, someone who shoots off their mouth, someone who sees something and, and makes a comment on that. Pre-internet days, before this would happen, you actually needed a kind of a dose of courage in some way, shape, or form to make some sort of comment on that. 
Now, whether or not that's just out of just shooting your mouth off or some form of pride or arrogance or or some form of liquid enhancement too exactly you know or a little bit combination of all three you know we're not we're not picky here um but i I feel like this is something that would actually probably not be said in front of anybody would be said in private or would be said around people you trusted. So yeah. an example would be like if you took a class with someone, or if you were at an event with somebody, or you 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 met with somebody, to that person's face, you know, you might be okay, you might be uh, decent to them, but behind their back, or when they're not there, just say whatever you want about them to the people you trusted or the people you thought you know would agree with you. I would guess that would be a fair assumption. And this is not something that doesn't happen today. Right. But I feel like in pre-overly saturated internet, this is something that tends to tend to happen, I think, a little more. And yeah. I think that's where that kind of manner came from. Where it's like, to that person's face, you know, very rarely to that person's face would you actually say what you're really thinking. But to other people's faces you would you would just kind of say what you needed and psychologically you know the feeling would go away or whatever now especially with what's going on today but you know even before then you know it was perfectly it's now perfectly fine to say whatever you want as long as you had the anonymity of the keyboard supposedly and even it's funny when people don't like use their full names when they make like accounts or whatever and then they'll they'll, they'll even go out there and say even more information about themselves which is just you know, if you ever seen Jay and Silent Bob strike back, you're gonna yeah. leave yourself open to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But um, the wait. I guess pre-internet. Has there any? You have a longer memory of this than I do. <laughs> I'm saying you have a longer memory of this than I do. That's all. That's all. I'm, you you've the ones who, you stated your age on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not yeah. making that mistake. So. No, I got you. But what what do you think? Do you feel like that's the case now, especially as things had progressed, you know, in and outside of martial arts? Well, I, I I think it's not just I don't think it's just the martial arts community as a whole. I mean, obviously, right. And I th- me personally, I think it should stay out of the martial arts community. I think I think everyone should try to you know. Not trying to build some utopian paradise or anything like that, but I think people should be able to learn off anybody else. It, it, it is interesting when I was, I used to work security for one of the NFL stadiums, and I, I remember I was mentoring with this one guy, real, real good guy. I, I wish I could remember his, right now, I just can't remember the guy's name. Real good guy. And he took me under my wing, under his wing, and basically said, "You know, ninety-nine percent of your fights and things like that in confrontations can be resolved if you just know how to communicate and you know how to deal with people and work with people." I got to see that a lot with him, and he—he he was so good. I mean, you'd have almost a brawl going on, and I'd watch this guy, you know, he'd take me with him wherever he went. And him and I, I mean, mainly he was the one that was directing it, but him and I, we would literally break up almost brawls that were getting ready to break out. And he'd get it to the point where everybody was shaking hands, buying each other beers and everything else, and everything was just good. 
I mean, it, it was, I mean, he, he would get people to actually see things. And I think a lot of people are not present or in the moment to that. They just say whatever's on their opinion. And I think these people think that, hey, I've got an opinion, therefore it matters when, you know what, mom always say opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Not everybody wants to see it. And right. obviously you don't you don't want to always see somebody's uh, opinion. But the internet is foreseeing lots of that uh, opinion, as it were. Yeah. Well, and, and this is what's interesting, is that you know, in, in those situations and the kind of revelous situations that you were talking about, like a sports stadium, yeah, people are going to get obviously get into it in some way, shape, or form, and generally it's from you know whatever reason. This is why I tended to avoid sports stadiums when I lived in the states. You know, I mean, it's interesting. I anymore. I do. You know, I mean, obviously, nobody can go into the sports stadiums now, but I really don't have fun going to sports stadiums anymore because. I mean, I'm constantly looking through the sports stadium, seeing where there's getting ready to be a confrontation, where there's going to be, you know, I'm constantly doing that. And it's no fun. And so I think a lot of things get into it where a lot of people think that they know something and, and they become proud of, well, I know this. Well, maybe you need to shut up and listen. And and that's and that was a lot of what the guy did. Is I mean, he goes, hey, look, I'm going to let this guy talk. We're, we're going to work this stuff out. Let's, I'm going to let him talk first. And I, I remember even a couple times where they'd keep yelling. I was like, okay, stop. We're going to do a coin flip. And he'd take out a quarter. You'd call heads or tails. And you're okay. You want to talk first or you want to listen first? And he did that a couple times. And it, it was like... And, it was, That's like a magic it, trick. Because you're uh, getting a bunch of angry people to... To, to to calm down and, and just talk just talk that's a magic trick right there sometimes it was but i mean it, it in some ways it was kind of like it was almost like competitive where it was like okay you're competing against each other not so much fist fighting but you're competing against each other who's going to win the coin flip who's going to talk first you know and so it, it and what was funny is every time he did that i mean everything calmed down real quick now is that going to work every time no but he was able to get into people's reality really, really quick. Now, what's the one thing about that situation and the situation you be, we began with that's completely different? Presence, right? Well, pr presence and the other thing, is, I think presence and pride. Pride gets into the way of, well, this is my ego and I know, I know better than you. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But if you do... If you do know more than what somebody else does, then please share and don't be such a hobbit or something like that. And just, you know, just basically keep it to yourself. Don't be a but, hobbit. Don't be a hobbit. Or whatever you want to call it. I don't care. So, sorry, I'm still irritated, but. <laughs> Jeremy on his pro-work stance over here. Um, but I, I, I agree in that. You know, it was easier, it's easier to get people to be more conciliatory yeah. when there's presence involved. Because when there's presence involved, there's actual, you know, there's a chance of actually something popping off. Right. When the internet came around, it became very easy, you know, to go on the other side of it. It became a very easy place to put out and say whatever you want. Yeah. And to, to kind of do a, more of a, a sociology of it 
you know, in a weird way, especially when it came to karate. You know, when you actually had the people who knew how to use the Internet. Uh, what is it? I remember it was like Mike Miner was one of the first people I saw online. Yeah. Yeah, and for a long, long time, he was like the guy who had a website for um, Oyata and all that stuff. And then, just the the that was the only information that was out there. Flash twenty years later, now it's this sea of chaotic nonsense where anything goes, and you have weird guys with five different color belts teaching karate on facebook which hey if you have to, if you're gonna do that that's cool i'm i um I'm, I'm all in support of it that's what you're doing um but it it especially with that lack of presence and just this feeling of well no one can tell me not to do this no one can t- say me say otherwise unless it's a comment that i can easily block or delete or ignore or whatever yeah so i i think you know in to your point you know that's where the where internet allows unhelpful criticism and then also unbridled pride to to and so i think this is what allowed for the 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 move from being able to talk in a circle of friends to being socially removed from that and now so now that is even more to now becoming the keyboard warrior right absolutely and i'm not saying you know somebody's doing something that's dangerous not to call them out on it or something like that. And I mean, that's a, to- that's a total different subject. Yeah. But you're going to get a better response if you go into it more of a question and say, hey, I don't understand why you're doing this. Because to me, this would look like you're, you're actually leaving yourself open. You're, you're, you're creating danger for the people you're teaching by, in this way. Can you please explain? You know, I mean, if you do that, you're going to get feedback and things are, you know, maybe whoever's teaching may learn something too. And, and that's cool. You know, I, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll just go to a situation that happened over the last week. My daughter and I, we, we do some shadow boxing drills and things like that. And, and what was interesting was, is, um, she was having a little bit of a hard time getting in on me and stuff. And then she, she kind of went off on her own and she was working on a little bit of her dance moves or whatever for her class and stuff. And I told her, I'm like, you know, if you incorporate just this on your shadow boxing, I think you'd probably get in on me a little bit easier. And she's like, okay. And so guess what? She used that and boom. I mean, she was getting in on me. I'm like, and I knew it was coming. And I'm like, hmm. So guess what? I had to figure out how to counter that. But my daughter is nine. And guess what? I'm learning from her from a little bit different perspective. So Yeah, and there's there's the perspectives of that's actually that beautifully uh dovetails into this point, is that especially when you're talking about commenting and you know, you know, how real is the internet in a lot of ways. You forget that for a lot of people that there is a weird. There's two things. There's a generation gap, but there can also be a technology gap because the generation doesn't necessarily mean anything in terms of understanding how things work or how like how technology works and stuff like that. I still have I still have family members who refuse to to 
who who believe that their mail is going to get stolen because everyone shares it everyone has like the same like block that they go get their mail out of the idea that of, of criticism or of having making some sort of comment or becoming a keyboard warrior this actually might be the only thing some people know how to do or that's like that's their that's the example that they've seen and so that's the example that they're going to follow you know, you go back to, you know, you can go, you know, and I, I keep going back to a couple of quotes from the movies, you know, like, you know, the Karate Kid, you know, teachers say, student do, you know, things like that. And then I also go back to uh, one of our favorite movies, Remo Williams, you know, in which basically it says, a wise man listens while the fool chatters. And it's a great quote. And, and man, I mean, that's a very true quote. I mean, it, I mean, how many times have you heard somebody who's very foolish just shoot off at the mouth? Well, and is that foolishness because it's because they're a fool, or is that foolishness because they think that what they're doing, with the, there's like some sort of weird call for comments? Because, especially in this con- in this case, what? Let's go back to what you were talking about initially. You're talking about somebody you had taught was demonstrating on the internet what you had taught me, right? The only way any, like, we can't step into the video and, and, and talk to them. We don't have Walt Disney levels of movie magic or, or life preservation, maybe one day. But the only way, the only means of doing that is through commenting, is through posting, is through... You know, there's a crappy thing about YouTube now is that you used to be able to make reply videos. Mm -hmm. You used to be able to reply to a video and like just basic like you can reply to other stuff online now. So instead of even just being able to make your own thing as as a reply, you're left with the option of just writing a statement Mm -hmm. and anybody's ability, martial arts or otherwise does not necessitate being able to reply in any meaningful way. So it goes to your point of saying, you know, what what's the point of even the person initially throwing this video online other than to draw comments? Well, I mean, I mean you could... It's say. not to criticize that, but I'm saying right. it's, the only, it's your only avenue in which you can interact. Well, yeah, I mean... True, but I mean, also, it can be, you know, potential marketing material for, you know, his school, you know, that school or this, that, the other thing, too. And and I get that, too. You know, and part of me is kind of stepped back, you know, because, like, when I read it, I was pretty irritated. And I really stepped back, I'm like, am I irritated because this person was somebody I taught? Or is it I'm irritated because this person really contributed nothing at all to a conversation. And then that goes into a question of, is this person who's making that criticism or whatever, making a comment, you know, and, and, is, is, <clears throat> is this form of which they're doing that even meaningful, right? Well, you know, and I even took it even a step further. I was like, okay, what about what I taught them? Am I taking it personally? Right. I, I, I looked at it from that perspective. I'm like, no, I mean, I, I think maybe at first my initial reaction might have been, I'll, I'll agree to that. But after I kind of stepped back from it a little bit and really kind of looked at it, I, I think I got over that pretty quick. It was more more along the lines of, okay, this person sent a, put a comment in here 
that did nothing. I mean, it contributed nothing other than to inflate this person's ego. And that was it. And I think that's that's what really kind of, like, you jerk. But then can you imagine, like, all the other... Now, imagine that a thousandfold. Imagine that on, like, just about every other level in every different, every different part of society. Well, I mean... And, I mean, I mean, and I think this is this is where I say, especially when you're talking about, because I've done this, you know, we have videos of us, of well, of me doing stuff. And then, you know, because a lot of what I do is you taught me. Yeah. And, you know, I take every criticism or every, like, weird comment, you know, I, I see them all, everyone, you know, it's not that I don't. Yeah. Um, but whether or not it's a negative comment or it's a positive comment, it's still, you know, you have to think about why those people are, are responding. And it is, and a lot of people are just enculturated to comment, respond, respond, respond. And yeah. is that we've been, we're in a society that's developing this. And other people have talked about this in better places. There's a, a social dilemma, that documentary that came on Netflix the other day. It's a really interesting study on like how things are designed to essentially elicit that kind of response and that kind of even that reaction like your reaction was even probably deeper and because you actually knew the person yeah well i, I, don't I mean know. deeper so because you taught them well yeah i mean but the other thing is i i've had some pretty extensive courses on you know basically art of communication and you know during the time when i wanted to really get into upper management and all this kind of stuff and realized that was more of a headache than I really wanted to deal with, you know, in my life. But it, it did, I can dissect when somebody starts a conversation and leaves it for an opening to where you can move a conversation forward or, and learn from it, as opposed to, when I tell you so, you know what, I mean, I told you so gets you nowhere. It gets nothing. It's as worthless as the toilet paper I wipe my butt with. Okay, just stop. And and I and you know if you really look at, I think that's a big problem today on on face whatever and and the twit and whatever else and what Insta crap and all these other social media outlets. It's like. Well, I mean, this this shows the difference between um, even us is that I understand I'm, I'm like overly, I don't want to say overly plugged in. I'm plugged into this stuff, but I have a very pale response to it. I used to have a very, like when I was younger, I was very like, especially when it was like just Facebook, I was very, very like overly like emotional response to it. Now it's just, to me, it's just pale. You, as someone like you, who's been quiet to it, who's been quiet, like who has quietism to it, who doesn't engage with it at all. And then when you see something like that, I think that's actually very interesting is that you you actually have not necessarily been numbed to it. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's why I try to stay away from it as well. Because a lot of what I do I, I mainly deal with the ones and zeros in the background of all this stuff, you know, on the internet, how, how it connects, all that kind of stuff. That's mainly what I do. That's what I do for a profession. And, you know, once I'm done with that, I don't want to deal with, with, you know, face whatever and the twit and Insta crap and all this other stuff. I just don't want to deal with it. I, you know, after doing it, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours a day, 
I, I, I'm not trying to do something with my kids, you know? And not everybody has kids. Not everybody has that other thing. And then what the problem has been, and I think I feel this is this is where the world in which the keyboard warriors live, the world which the keyboard karate people live, is that a lot of the time they're probably not even training. A lot of the time it's probably people who don't, who probably did train and for whatever reason stopped, or yeah. do train but don't train like don't train that much, or you know they don't have a productive or constructive part of their lives so this has become their way of being constructive you know constructive to them they think it's they it's one of the same right it's an activity yeah right and do you think that is out of pride or do you think that is possibly out of desperation i think it's definitely building someone's ego yes because if, if they're not really training what good is any comment that they're going to mention be seriously? Well, and that's, and I think that's the thing where you have people who don't, who, who trained or had some understanding of it or like will just watch, I don't know, MMA or whatever. They, they will want to have their voice heard. And I think there's, it's not necessarily just pride and ego, but it's also, this is all I can do. Like and and if it's and if really, and I, I think and to a degree these systems have convinced people that this is a meaningful act, that this is a meaningful function. You could have a bunch of and to go back to what you were talking about, you can have a bunch of different people positively saying things, which could actually be worse because, for example, a video of somebody who is doing something completely wrong, or who. And I, I say that in a very subjective way, right? You can have somebody doing some something you showed them and you think it's completely wrong and then you see a bunch of people positively saying things. How do you think that's going to make you react? Right. I mean, that's... I, I think in that in that instance, you know, as instructor... Now, I'm trying to remember a situation where I did see something like that. I know there was one instance several years ago where somebody had posted some some video out there on something that I had showed them and it, it it was not quite right and it was gonna get some people hurt. And basically I I just sent them an email was like, hey, you get a chance, we need to talk. So and because one, I didn't want I didn't I really didn't want that responsibility coming back to me. Maybe part of it was I was looking out for myself, but also I was also looking out for those people too. Right. And then that's also there's a thing that you taught somebody and you didn't want there to be something incorrect happening. Right. Like if, if we if we if we throw this back a couple a couple years ago, this none of this would have ever happened because no one had the ability to instantly show this, right? We had VHS tapes at best. Well, and you had people comment at events and that was that. Yeah, well, more than a couple years. Sorry, Don. I know I'm getting older, but I'm not that old that I forget when VHS and Beta Max was around. So. Well, and and that's what I mean. Where if you have to think about it in term, if to kind of positively construct this, right? Mm-hmm. If we can take a take a positive note to being like, all right, so what this this is an exemplary of an issue, right? The keyboard mm-hmm. warrior. The people who will who who badly comment on whatever video people put out there. What's a positive way we can direct this conversation? 
don't make videos and don't put them on the internet. No, I, I completely I, quiet what we do, what karate does in terms of because the world's now built on this. It's built on content. It's built on on doing this. Well, I mean, if 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 you look at martial art and you look at karate, you look at jujitsu, all that kind of stuff, you're looking at basically the art of combat, right? Art of combat, art of stopping combat, art of right. I mean, protection. I mean, yeah. I mean, however you want to work. If the only thing you're doing is throwing stuff out and not allowing somebody else to respond, because, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of point out a little bit of what I got out of this very intense management communication course that I had several years ago was communication is definitely a two-way street. You can set up communication where you end it in one shot or you open it up for a dialogue and therefore that communication stream grows. And I, th I think even as martial artists, you you've got to be able to do that. And, and I look at several aspects in my life where that is so true. I mean, I look at when I was, you know, work security for one of the NFL teams. I look at the time when, when uh, the I've, I've mentioned this example a couple times, when the uh, convenience store was getting ready to get robbed. If I would not have been present or in a natural state of mind to know to communicate with that person, you know, that there would have definitely been gunplay in the middle of a convenience store robbery. I think of it in, you know, situations where I've been in boardrooms with the president of companies. I, I, I see that everywhere. I see that in a lot of aspects of life. I, I'm going to kind of go even a little bit more. I see it as you can see instances of some of the issues that we have today with some of these riots that are going on, riots, protests, whatever you want, however you want to classify it. You see, you see people that do not want to open up dialogue and they kill it. And then you see some people that do want to open up that dialogue, have that have those conversations, and both sides get better from it. And so in this particular instance, right, mm -hmm. in this particular case, because every, those instances are all person to person, like physically, right? Yeah. In this case, which is, become, is becoming virtual, is becoming representative, right? But, but, but the principles are still there. Exactly. Exactly. You, you I 100% agree. You can shut down a communication just like that, or you can open it up for dialogue and people learn from it. But it is easier to, to kind of flip those switches faster when it comes to, to, uh, to putting stuff online as opposed to having things become, be in the present. Right. And, that's, and that's where I think, I think is the hard fact of where we are in the world and even with martial arts, right? Because, and, and, this, is, and this has become exasperated by today's events is because people can't, get together they can't just they can't as easily or as readily see each other and, and work on things together so they have to digitize it they have to to avatar it and this is causing a much stronger flooding of keyboard warriors to come to the fold so i think that kind of a way to in, 
I think as people who create stuff to engage with those type of people is to possibly show them the best your best hand before showing them your worst is where essentially saying, look, you're going to say this. No one's going to stop you. If you want to have a constructive, constructive dialogue, that's fine. But if you do, if you want to just keep on making these comments, then, um, you know, go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think a lot of it gets into ego. I think it gets into pride. And I think it also on the, on the flip side, it also develops your humbleness as well. And I, I think to truly have a dialogue with somebody, you've got to be able to be humble. You can't think that you know everything. Even if you're being attacked. Even if you're being attacked. We're, we're talking online, obviously. We're not talking well physically I mean, being attacked. Well, I mean... Ah, this person's punching me in the face, but I have to be humble. Listen to that. Well, I mean, I mean some, sometimes... I mean, think about it. Sometimes if you're humble, even in the middle of an attack, you, you're psychologically messing with that person. That's maybe a different conversation for a different day. In, well, in... I mean, I mean you're, you're looking at it a little bit different. Right. You, I mean, I mean it, it, it's, it's a different different perspective. Now, in my... Fighting against communication, right? Yeah, I mean... I'm not. I'm not saying, "Hey, I'm getting punched in the face, therefore I need to be humble." No, it's like you can at least throw up your hands and block, for God's sakes. But not for goodness' sake. But it, it, you know, it's it is an approach to take from it. You know, and and I I look at you know some of these people like uh, some of these MMA fighters. There, there's a couple of them like uh, oh, what was this? What was one guy's name? Forrest, uh, Forrest Griffin, I think it is. I think it, it several years ago. I mean, I remember watching the first time I saw him. I'm like, the guy looks like Opie Taylor from from Mayberry. I mean, he, I'm like, what the heck's this guy gonna do? He gets in there. Half our audience is wondering what you're referencing, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he gets in there. It psychologically messes with the person, and he goes and just knocks the poop out of him. And I'm like, I like this guy. I I can kind of I, I don't I like how this guy's approach is. He he didn't look that threatening, but geez, he didn't mess with the guy, you know. So I mean, that that's what I'm saying. Sometimes using that humbleness, using something that's not overtly combative kind of going back to that whole concealment conversation that we had before so right that, that, that's, think, that's where i'm getting at so right and i think that you're running i mean the, the issue of pride the issue of pride with these people is not always but for a majority of the of the keyboard warriors we're talking about is not a place of strength it's a place it's the it's a it's coming from their last source of it's coming from their last source of uh identity i think is that 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 pride is where they see i believe wrongly is where they see their identity and being proud of i don't know being a bad poster being somebody who like makes like who says crappy things on the internet i think that's that that's where that comes from and i think you know, if anybody who's listening to this including the person you are talking about made that comment is i guess this is also an invitation for them to you know reconsider what they thought or reconsider what they said right yeah, and, pause, and like and you know fine reach out you want more our emails on the marquee like you just talk to us and we happy to you know 
at least have that conversation. I think that like this is the ultimate karate lesson in a lot of ways because if you are you're you're dealing with the people and this is something we said you said very well last week is you know people come in the door the lesson the teacher should always try to make it them make uh, everything a little better and as just karate people in general teachers students people who train whatever podcasters what we're contributing should be positive it shouldn't be negative. Uh, we can joke and be, you know, be funny and ironic and 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 all that other stuff. That's important. You know, it's it's fun. You know, that's fun. But if we're not going to have that kind of positivity and try to contribute something good, you know, what's the point? So I, and and I'll I'll take it even a little bit further. I mean, even even negative. He's going to take it a little bit further. He's going to invite you into his house and going to well, make you a meal. Well, no, I mean even. Even ne- you know a negative conversation, as long as the dialogue's still there to to come up with, you know, people learning from certain instances and things like that, you know, may resolve some ignorance that somebody has. Right. I, I, and like I said, it doesn't have to be all positive. It can be negative, but I I think it just needs to be open. You know, you need to leave that conversation open so that it it has that that opportunity to grow into what it can right and and, and be constructive in terms of the negativity right like constructive right. criticism to, to only be negative and to, to not have exactly what you just said you know is to essentially have nothing is to to continue to engage in this meaninglessness that is internet posting if it's going to have any meaning at all so jeremy what are you working on this week i'm going back to working on Monty style a lot this week so I was working on it quite a bit last week and it was um, I mean it really drove drove up my passion for it again so it's just kind of been kind of I wouldn't say in a lull but it was like all right all right all right yeah but this last week really kind of picked it up again so and so I kind of want to keep keep on that fire again so following a positive doctor's prognosis hopefully I'm gonna try to possibly start making some more more stuff of personal training, like kind of like day to day type type training stuff, and just really work on. You know, last week I was talking about making goals, and I I know what my goals need to be now because of the recent doctor's visit. But um, just also you know share, you know what what's what training I'm doing, and kind of see what like other feedback I get. Leave myself out there to be criticized. Maybe maybe uh, help some keyboard warriors get away from what they're doing. Cool. Um, I guess in terms of a plug we can make is uh, in 15 days time from now or 14 days time from now, I guess, depending what 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 uh, time you are in the uh, time zone. Uh, there will be the hundred kata day or karate day. So uh, we'll definitely be talking about that. Maybe even doing some video on that. Keep an eye out for a new thing that's coming down the way. Bujin TV. Uh, I'm not going to say too many details about it, but uh, looks like we might be on there. Very cool. Jeremy will be, of course, executive producing most of the content on there. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, this is us signing off. Everyone take, take care. Take care. Have a good one. And don't forget to keep training. In Russia, karate does not give you belt. You give belt to karate.